Listen, I want to welcome all my Can I Listen Nation and all of my star listeners. If you are a person that has a family and you're distant from that family and you love that family and you're real close with your family, this is the one you want to listen to. I'm telling you right now. If you have a family that you're real close to, whether it's immediate, whether it's distant, whether it's cousins, and they were in an area where there was a natural disaster, tsunami, whether it was a uh, hurricane, earthquake, any natural disaster, something crazy happened, gunshots, whatever, this is what you need to listen to. Hey, it's your man Monroe the Mess. We coming back and uh, we going to get to the business. Every day a good day, we just got to find out what's good in it. So we finna see what's good in it, y'all. Peace. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Friday. This is Can I Listen? And yes, you can. Welcome to the Can I Listen Nation. And hello to all my star listeners. I appreciate you tuning in. And let's get into it, you know. Uh, Right now, I'm finna go to an appointment in a minute, so... We finna get some things in order. So check this out, man. I want you to really tune in on this one. Like I always do. So when you have... Have anybody ever been in a situation where you're going somewhere and you don't know why you're going there? Right? You have no clue why you're going there. Well, that's what happened to me, you know, a couple weeks ago. I'm in this situation. I went to a sleep appointment like five or six months ago. Like, no joke. And I thought everything was done. And these people called me. And they're like, hey, you got an appointment for your appointment from six months ago. And I'm like, I'm saying to myself, like, 
I don't even know who y'all are. You know what I mean? Let alone, you know. I was like, all right, cool. I'll be there. And I still didn't know why I was there. You know what I mean? I thought they were just going to give me some kind of, you know, follow-up appointment or something and, you know, send me on my way. Well, that follow-up appointment turned into me to a divine appointment. Um, yeah, I find out about a few things on this little journey on that day. So I, when I get to the appointment, I see this young lady, and she was, you can tell, like, her, her she was there, but she wasn't there, if that makes any sense. And um, I was telling myself on my way to the uh, the lobby, I was like, you know what? If she's still like this when I pass, I got to talk to her and see what's going on. And this is one thing I want to sh- I want you guys to take to heart, you know. If y'all see somebody, die, man, give them a, you know, just say hello or something. You know what I'm saying? Because you have no idea. You could be stopping somebody from committing suicide. Tap me twice. You get, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can have somebody that you're talking to and say something to them, and it changed the whole complexion of that day just by being concerned or being understanding and wanting to understand, hey, what you thinking about? What's going on? Da da da, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, you're like, you know, take that on board, please. Please do. You know. Without further ado, let me get to the rest though. So I had to use the restroom, so I wound up passing again and she was still, you know, in deep thought. You know, I was like, man, like what's going on with this young lady? So then I get to get through with my appointment. I come back out. She's still like that. So I spoke. Um, you know, I told her that smiling was authorized. You know, smiling is always authorized. For everybody out there, smiling is always authorized. And then, you know, she chuckled. And then I was like, hey, I'm such and such. She told me her name. She said she was in Puerto Rico. Because I was like, she got an accent. And when she said she was in Puerto Rico, the first thing I asked her was, how is your family? Is everybody okay? Once I asked that question, the floodgates open. So then, like, she's telling me about, you know, she's the only person from her family that's in in the States. Everybody else is in Puerto Rico. She hadn't spoke to them for almost four months after the incident happened with the hurricane. She says to this day, there's still times where the electricity is going out. So I'm saying to myself, I'm like, hey, uh, man, that's crazy. So as we're talking about it, she's, you know, getting it off her chest and telling me what she, you know, I'm just responding to what she's saying. And I was telling her, I said, hey, um, have you ever uh, heard of Noah and Joseph? And she was like, heard of Noah, but I don't know too much about Joseph. So I was like, well, let me, let me, let me help you out. But before I get into the Noah and Joseph thing, let me tell you about my situation. Um, of course, you guys that listen to me consistently, that's part of that cannot listen nation. Y'all know I'm from New Orleans. So I'm in the military at the time. Katrina hit. I was in Jacksonville, Duval County. So what happens is I'm there on the ship. And I, I wasn't a big, I'm not a big TV buff. So my guys at in the office, you know, in my shop was like, yo, man, you you, you heard about what's going on in New Orleans? I was like, nah, I have no idea, bro. Like, what you talking about? 
It's like, oh man, hurricane hit and bro, the whole city is flooded. Like, you know, I'm thinking, man, you know, my city always flood, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what you talking about? So when I got home, I turned the TV on. I was like, oh shit. You know, like literally, I was like, what? That's exactly what I said too. So I ain't, you know, I ain't sugarcoat nothing. So I was like, oh my goodness. Like, you know, what the, that's all. I, I ain't know what to say. I'm sitting there looking at the TV. Houses got water up to the roof. The area where I stayed, where I stayed and my parents stayed, that wasn't being shown on TV, though. So I was like, well, dang, you know, I guess, I guess this is just on the East Bank. You know what I'm saying? Because my people on the West Bank, my mama said they was going to leave anyway. But I didn't know they left because I couldn't communicate with them via phone or text. So maybe like four days after, you know, all of the media and stuff was like, Blasting out New Orleans is flooded. Da, da, da. Four days after that, I could not communicate with my family via phone call or text. And I hadn't heard from my mom, and I was talking to my mom consistently on a day to day basis. So then I'm, I'm like, all right. So this is tip. This is the tip. You know what I mean? This is what, what helped me get through it. Learning. Yes, I said it, ladies and gentlemen. I said learning. Um, anytime tragic situations happen, God always gives you something to focus on. Something to focus on. Whether it's a project, whether it's work, whether it's learning, whether it's, you know, anything to get you through the situation. He will let you focus on that. He will allow you to have something to focus on. You just got to be looking for it, though. Me, it was blatantly obvious I had a test to study for, for promotion. And um, so I, I put I put balls to the wall, everything I had into just focusing on studying that test to get me through that situation. So now I'm not worrying, I'm not doubting that God can pull through for my fam. And what I'm going to tell you is, is, let's get back to this Joseph and Noah. Joseph and Noah... Both of them had something very significant that's in common. Their faith in God. Their ability to not doubt, worry, or fear that he would take care of their family. The only difference between Noah and Joseph is Noah was with his family. Joseph was away from his family. So I told her about Joseph and I'm telling her, I'm saying like, look, because it is man's faith, faith is the shield. It protects and faith will cover your family. Right. Noah was the only one that God said was perfect, upright and just. He was looking at the whole world and said everybody's imaginations was foul. And it's like, oh, snap, it's Noah guy. Who is this dude? Oh, you know how to build how okay, let me yo let let me talk to you, son. Let me let me put you on game. I need you to build this this thing. I'm about to flood this joint. You know, get your family on there, make sure they good. Get your get the animals on it, make sure they good. Because of Noah, his family was covered because everybody else's family got covered with water. Dead. Finito. Right? 
So, <clears throat> when you think about it, and also, you know, that no situation when it flooded, that was the actually first baptism. That was the first baptism, just so you know that. Because baptism means to be immersed in water. So that was the first baptism. But anyways, back to Joseph, right? So Joseph, his situation was a little different. Separated from his family, still had faith, got sold away to a merchant, got sold to, to the Egyptians, became the top dog, at, you know, with the Egyptians, second man in charge, went to be in the prison, was the top man in the prison, second in charge, then got back. You know, gave gave the uh, Pharaoh the, the dream and interpreted for him. You know, via God's help, via the Spirit, and then he was back again on top. Then all of a sudden, the nation had a famine around Egypt, and guess what? His family was in the area where there was a famine. Now, the details about this is when there's a hurricane, when there's an earthquake, what is what is the main ingredients that people are looking for? Food and water. Back then, electricity didn't mean nothing because they didn't have it, right? Food and water. So when you look at Joseph's situation, the famine, that is the exact same thing that my family was in, right? Or at least I thought they were in, and also her family was in. So now I'm seeing, we're looking at the parallels between, you know, Joseph and our lives. And we're seeing like, oh, snap, food and water didn't have it. Right? They didn't have electricity. My parents didn't have electricity either, you know, but they got out of there. Her family didn't have electricity, scrambling for food and water to survive. So I'm telling her about Joseph, and I was telling her, I said, hey, the reason that Joseph's family was taken care of and was coming back to him, because one, God already said in a dream, but two, he had faith in that dream that it was going to happen. He didn't doubt God. He didn't worry that God was going to pull through and he didn't fear that that wasn't even possible. So then what happens is now Joseph's family comes to Egypt, Right? Because everybody is getting brought to Egypt, and then he, they see they see Joseph, but they don't even recognize him because he looks like an Egyptian. He doesn't look like the typical Jew. Hmm. But he knows it's his family. He get make sure they get taken care of. Make sure they get food. Make sure they get something to eat. Because of Joseph's faith, his family was taken care of. Because of Joseph. Noah's faith, his family was taken care of. Even when his family was separated from him, they were taken care of and was brought to him to be taken care of. The thing is, is when it comes to us with having families that are separated from us, right? We have to keep in mind what the focus is at the time. Because without that focus, it's hard to to let go and let God. It's very difficult because let go is God's nickname. I'm just telling you. It's like his middle name. God 
let go God. You know what I'm saying? That's that's literally the definition of God to me is like let go. Because the more stuff you let go internally, the more stuff you let go and just let him handle it, the more stuff just start getting taken care of. Like, no joke, like stuff that you was worried about, all the stuff that you focus and worry about, new things just don't be happening. Stuff that you let go of, it just go boom, 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 boom. Right? But, hey, we hope that this sinks in. You know, I hope that the seed flourishes into some fruit and that this becomes very helpful for you in your life, man. Just wanted to shine some light on a dark situation. This is your man, Monroe the Message. I just want to say what's up to all my Can I Listen Nation and my star listeners. I appreciate you for tuning in. Y'all make sure you enjoy this weekend so we can get prepared for the next week that's coming up. You know what I mean? And if you got any little secret op missions that pops in you on, be ready. Be ready, baby. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't be like, oh, man, I ain't supposed to go. That ain't going there. You know? You ain't supposed to, man, get up in there. If you don't feel like that's where you're supposed to be, get up in there. Because I tell you, it's a purpose in it. It's a reason for it. You know what I mean? So, hey, this is your man. We signing out. I'm logging off. Y'all take it easy. Have a good weekend. Peace.